speaking of girls, <laughs> and we'll have to get into this for the next episode. Stacy didn't say Stacy girls. Oh my god, I know. That was the first thing I thought of. The first thing I thought of. <laughs> what does the song sound like? I don't fucking know because Stacy didn't say Stacy girls. It's going I, didn't, I didn't know who it was. I didn't know who it was. They just <laughs> said some letters in a row. Is what am I listening to? <laughs> it actually kind of was like caught me off guard. <laughs> it was to the point where I said, "Is this not the single?" Yes, I was like, "Is this a pre-release?" That doesn't seem like Stacy. They only released three songs at a time. God. You can't develop a brand so strongly and then just drop it. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk about it. <laughs> okay. I thought you were going somewhere else with that. I don't know where, but I didn't think it was that. No, that's, that's exactly, that's it. But we've got a full month, so let me yeah. jump right into it. A busy July. Hello and welcome back to Chaos, the premier lesbian K-pop podcast where two lesbians, go figure, discuss K-pop. Imagine that. <laughs> I like how that's the brand now. <laughs> you, can't have, you can't have K-pop without lesbians. That's true. And you can't be a gay person without talking about it. So there's that. But it's July. We've got a lot to talk about. I'm Danny, and that's Lotus. Hello. Yeah, this is, uh, we're a bit late because I said, can't do first week of August. I'm busy. I'm traveling. Uh, and then I got sick. And now it is almost the end of August. But that's fine. Hey, no, that's one, fine. no one has to know, even though they know exactly when these episodes are recorded based on when they're published. <laughs> No one has to know. We're st- we're still keeping our promise of doing one episode a month, and that's all that matters. Yep. It's July is what the seventh month. <laughs> mm. Is it? Yes, it is the seventh. <laughs> <laughs> I was just so caught off guard by you asking which month, which month July is. <laughs> Because I thought I'd ask before I, like, bring out my fingers to start counting. <laughs> well, I, the thing is, I laugh, but I can't really blame you because as a kid, I was really bad with June and July because um, I believe July 25th is Father's Day and June 25th is my dad's birthday. Oh, so you have a reason. Right. Because so, it's like, that's basically the same day. In, in terms of my dad's birthday versus Father's Day. It's the same thing. They're the, they're the same holiday. Yeah, so I got very confused as a kid. I actually think I might have those backwards, but it doesn't matter. Like you said, same day. I you know can, on the day it's... and that's all that matters. <laughs> but it's July. It's July. Which for K-pop means... Well, that shit's just going to be very busy. Yep, all of the summer releases need to come out right now. We weren't ready in June. We weren't ready in May. They're all coming out now. July and August are the only summer months. Yes. I guess they are in Korea. Korea's always, you know, more more of a northern uh, latitude than I ever think about. Same same goes for Japan. I forget how far north Japan is compared to us. True. But it does it still doesn't make sense. I'll pretend it does. They have they have snow. Okay, yeah, sure. That's tr- <laughs> yeah. And that is something you don't get. 
No. Well, only Not- if something has gone horribly wrong. When the world is okay, you don't get snow. No, no, no. But so I, I say, you know, it's, if it's a, if it's a balmy 55 degrees and a little bit overcast, I guess they don't count it as summer. And who am I to blame them? Okay, you know what? We'll go with that logic. So it makes <laughs> sense that July and August have been ridiculous in terms of K-pop releases. Um, a lot of July was pre-release. Yes, we have reached pre-release hell. This is like the new normal, I guess, especially for the big three companies. Well, you know, if we're going to be honest, now it is the big four with HYBE. At least I would consider it. Uh, Absolutely. And pre-releases are just where we are. Everybody needs at least two, if not more, pre-releases if you're going to put together a serious EP and a serious album rollout. And I hate it. Hate it. I knew that things have been bad, but I knew we were to the point of return when The Rose had a pre-release. Yeah, that's... You are a band. You're a band. And you do not have comebacks like that or of the scale where you need a pre-release. Yeah. Back, back in my day. Speak on in it. In the West. <laughs> I mean, an album, you would just release a title track and it wouldn't have a music video. And then you would have like the real, the real title track. Mm-hmm. You just have a, a, an album release single, whatever, you know, like Ariana Grande, da- Dangerous Woman had like three of them. And they just released on iTunes or whatever. And then the real album came out. Uh, and yeah, I, I'm acutely aware of how much hell we're in because I make the spreadsheet for us of all the releases and I have to mark everything as pre-release so that we don't accidentally try to talk about an album a month ahead of time because we weren't paying attention. And there are, let, just just out of the ones that we listed mm-hmm. on the doc um, this month, we have 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, technically 10, 11, 12, 13, 14 pre-release singles? 14 pre-release singles. That's not godlike. It's not. And I, I think for this month, every pre-release single had an album that released within this month i think yeah i i adjusted it horrible i (laughs) i have nothing to say other than pre-releases are already except for the roses two pre-releases which i don't even think we're gonna really talk about because the album's not out yet but i just wanted to say like that's the album's not out yet no it'll come out in august i see not even august you're there's no fucking way that album's coming out in September. I think it might be. There's no- <laughs> Let's just start with June. The man, not the month. Yes, I was going to say from 17. From 17. June in July. June in July decided to put out another track, Psycho. Uh, I'll just say. Mm. 17 solo music at this point has not had an impact on me that lasts. Okay. Um, And I do feel the same about Psycho, although I do remember it and like it more than I did with Limbo. I think that's fair. Limbo was just like, kind of just came out to come out. I think, I mean, Hoshi technically being first with Spider, like I still listen to that song pretty regularly. I still like that song. I don't like Ruby. If I'm oh hell no! Uh, Black Eye is fine. I think it, it more stuck around for the lyrics and for people who are like specifically Vernon stands, which is arguably the purpose of these solo uh, 
albums or not albums solo comebacks mm-hmm. um but yeah psycho by jun is definitely my favorite so far i'm obviously a little bit uh biased because i really enjoy jun but this is also the kind of song that i would want to see from someone i think it's a good fit for jun and like the yeah. kind of personality that he displays among 17 um and yeah i really like it i listen to it on the regular I love the outfits, except Ooh. arguably the outfit towards the end, the Charles Jeffrey lover boy. Like, we've all seen that outfit a million times. Bam Bam has worn it. Taemin has worn it. I, yeah. Actually, I think literally just about every single male soloist has worn yeah. it, unless they're doing a, a a more gentle kind of comeback. Uh, so, you know, it looks cool, but I was like, man, this again, you know, um, it's a little too iconic for its own good. But yeah, I loved his PVC, his all red look, his little like yep. faux straight jacket, knitted vest was really, really fun. Uh, yeah, love, love his hair, love the makeup in it, nice and simple. Yeah. Out of all of the 17 members, regardless, I'm always going to look forward to a June single because mm. he has the look, the body, the skill to pull off amazing outfits and just just slithering around on the slithering stage slithering around choreo that you really want to look at yeah that, that you know a lot of other people probably can't do and you know one thing i didn't think about till right now is it probably helps i think jun he must have the most solo experience out of any member because he promotes solo in china like all the time uh-huh. like sometimes he'll technically be promoting with uh minghao with the eight but like they're not really promoing together <laughs> Now, June also had a career before 17. It wasn't oh, yes. in music, but, like, he had a career. Yeah, he was a child actor for a while. Mm-hmm. Listen, sometimes it shows. <laughs> now, do you mean that as a compliment or... or? <laughs> I, I understand. It's duplicitous, that statement. But, like, it's a compliment. It's, it's not a diss to anybody in specific like anybody specific it's just sometimes it shows like like just you have you understand stage presence which even though june sometimes has the weirdest stage present just because his he doesn't always emote on stage oddly enough but like it's just you know star quality i guess is what i'm getting at perhaps he just knows when to serve which usually does not involve a lot of facial expressions serve in your solo stuff that's your moment that's true and when you have 12 other people on stage with you yeah phone it in sometimes (laughs) you don't have to you just you you don't have especially you know in in this super era not not just 12 people on stage we're looking at 80 plus people on this stage so you just do what you got to do and make it look good as part of a group but uh that is what makes it all the nicer when uh he could be let off the leash for his solo stuff and yeah i like psycho a lot yeah i like psycho more than limbo beautiful gowns all right all right all right all right all right all right (laughs) did you read what's next all right all right all right all right so (laughs) next is txt and jonas brothers do it like that single uh i would have listened to this song regardless but it's specifically on the dock because before we started recording june's episode and like this is the beauty of friendship okay (laughs) lotus said hold on i have to say something now because i don't want to forget it i said don't worry i'll write it down and it was before i don't even think you had finished the sentence i think you said (laughs) no i haven't and the jonas brothers and txt song 
And then I go, did you also think Nick Jonas was speaking Korean? Because, <laughs> like, I can't say that he doesn't enunciate. I'll just say that the Jonas Brothers have a colorful interpretation of what enunciating means in the English language. <laughs> because I was listening to the song and I wasn't paying super close attention. Like, I just put it on. And it wasn't until we got to Yonjo that I was like, oh, they're speaking English. <laughs> uh-huh. it, took, it took a minute for it to connect. Because I, I was like, wow, Jonas Brothers are going all in trying to get this global audience. <laughs> they got Nick Jonas crooning in Korean. I, I mean, I think part of it is, like, it's naturally kind of harder to understand what someone is saying in that higher-pitched register, um, which, uh-huh. I mean, the Jonas Brothers virtually always sing in, but you would never think that the Jonas Brothers would be singing in a different language, except for this song, where it's, like, TXT featuring the Jonas Brothers, if we're being honest. Um, and, yeah, I was completely, completely caught off guard. Uh, this is going to be terrorizing Old Navy and Gap employees for years to come yes yes it is like i i honestly i couldn't even tell you what the song sounds like there's just a lot of do it like that in there it's that cowbell it's mm -mm. this is it's fine it's a good it's on the radio top 40 i don't care about it i just thought it was funny that our immediate reaction (laughs) to have listening to a song was nick jonas is speaking korean that's the main thing our other our other sort of reaction which probably is the last of our thoughts on it, because again, there's just not much to talk about, is the pre-release poster for this when we saw uh, TXT's looks in this video for the first time, and they look really weird. They, like... You it's know, the like... makeup, and, but also kind of the hairstyling. It's It's like... It's like this really thick American veneer was put on yes. them, and it's so bizarre. Yes. Have you seen, on on the flip side of that, I think Kevin, no, Joe Jonas took a selfie, the old, the middle one. Uh, that doesn't help. What's his I hair know. look like? They all have the same hair, though. It's the one who's dating the Game of Thrones girl. He's got the eyebrows. I thought that was Joe. Yeah, that's what I meant. It is Joe. It is Joe. I said Kevin accidentally. I see. I believe it's Joe Jonas took a selfie with one of the TXT members and like the snow app was working hard, somehow whitewashing (laughs) the fuck out of Joe Jonas. And I said, that's the balance in the world. They they got rid of that 11% Italian heritage or whatever it must be. They said, absolutely not. There will not be a drop of melanin on this camera (laughs) (laughs) that's the balance you get txt looking like just very strange somebody messed up the formula doppelgangers i was gonna say it's like mirrorverse txt Uh uh-huh and then you get jonas brothers and they're just looking a little korean (laughs) (laughs) oh it was very strange Hybe has always, like, I remember when Hybe was still Big Hit and, like, BTS was fresh. Big Hit's, yeah. big, big Hit's big thing was, like, oh, we're, like, a business company that's venturing into music. And so we're all about the business side of music and global expansion, et cetera, et cetera. They really mean it now. Oh, oh, yes, 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 yes. They really mean it now. It's kind of... 
Well, not kind of. It's, it's it is scary. I don't like it. I mean, I'm glad we get some nice songs out of it. But I mean, like even just watching BTS is like global. It's not a monopoly because it's different. Um, you know, different mediums. But they have a book and they have all these extremely predatorily monetized mobile games, and they just have everything. Everyone's a soloist now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It feels a little dystopian. Oh, yeah. It's really profiting off of the, like, overconsumption that K-pop naturally lends itself to. Mm-hmm. And then just adding an, a new American audience that is so greedy for so content that you can find for free and that K-pop fans have always found for free. It's just big hit is going above and beyond to put shit out and monetize it. Mm-hmm. But that's not my business. <laughs> That's not my business. That's none of our business. Mm-mm. If it was our business, we'd shut up because we would make a lot of fucking money. Hello. Hello. I wouldn't say a word. <laughs> I'd, I'd give a lot to charity, but I wouldn't say a word. I'd have the little the little seven on my Twitter name. <laughs> <laughs> and I'd shut the fuck up. That little exponent. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on to EXO. Uh, they decide to have a comeback still. or No, 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 no. I think this was a full group comeback. They just still couldn't promote as a full group. Yeah, I believe that's what it is. Everyone's in, at least two of the music videos have, have everybody. I might be misremembering. Yeah, um, the music the promotion videos. promotion and the full, like, comeback, comeback. The album, mm-hmm. yes, but the comeback, which is such a, only K-pop could produce a sentence like that. Um, yeah, girl. <laughs> <laughs> so it's EXO's first full group album release in probably a long time because EXO, they're nearing hag age. They're not quite there yet, but they're getting there. Mm-hmm. Um, and they put out Cream Soda as the single. Uh, let me talk about the pre-release single first. Mm. Hear me out. It's good. It's a little summery, vibey song. I said, oh, this is kind of fun. I'm really curious to see how Cream Soda is going to sound because the name is horrible. (laughs) You don't like it? I just... Do you like Cream Soda in real life? No. I I was going to say, it's probably too sweet for you, right? Yeah, Sprite, that's my sweet drink. (laughs) So So no. (laughs) Even with a sweet tooth, Cream Soda is very, very sweet. It's sickly. And then just, I, I mean... Forgive me. I'm a child of the internet. I just don't want to hear the word cream. <laughs> you hate those TikToks that talk about creamy keyboards? I just I just don't want it. Yeah. I think we're making up words at this point. Like we sure speaking up new new definitions that don't make no sense. Um but yeah, I mean gen genuinely I think that the name of the song is misplaced. Like it doesn't match the sound at all. Um Especially because this song is very obviously supposed to be called Champagne, and it's very obviously supposed to be about champagne. But you, think you know, so? yes, you know, you it, do- it doesn't so? fit the it doesn't fit the um, what's the word like the syllable count of the chorus, so they had to change it. That's what it feels like. But see, I don't think that SM would 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 what's the word would be afraid of a champagne song with EXO because they've already sang about champagne and wine and shit. Like, it's not no, new No, but I'm saying, I'm saying I think it was called champagne. The concept was champagne. And then they said, well, it's a lot harder to rhyme and sing about champagne. 
It is in flow as well in the course. They still change it to cream soda, and that's what. And so extending cream soda into like cream soda. That's three syllables. Four if you really want to do it up. They had to go back to the drawing board too many times. This song is. It does not sound good. It (laughs) (laughs) it sounds like a song for people who can't quite sing, which is not what EXO is. I, yeah, I think that's actually a pretty fair assessment. It's very bland, too. They're they're in the dance cube. I don't know what this thing is called, but, like, virtually every boy group song has this thing. It's, like, an underground... It looks like where you would show off a car. Like, Wano has a bunch of music videos where he dances here. Yeah, or, like, a very bougie hotel lobby. Yes, like very in much. A, in a dystopian setting. Yeah. <sighs> Fine, whatever. I, my biggest issue with this song is that they said, we have a lot of really talented vocalists in EXO. Let's have Mm -hmm. them show that off with like some nice falsettos and stuff. And they chose the line, I need your cream soda. I need all your cream soda to do that on. Or just this beautiful voice singing, I need all your cream soda. It's the, ki- it's the kind of bullshit <laughs> that you only get from an SM group because SM is so vocalist heavy, yeah. but also so committed to bullshit. So committed to bullshit with so many talented vocalists that they just don't, they just don't, you know? They say whatever. It, it can never just be a vocal song, which we'll, we'll, we'll get to again later. Um, yeah. I have nothing. Also, I'm rewatching <laughs> the music video, and they do have a fluorescent blue, I assume, cream soda inside of champagne flutes. So I'm officially done, and I can move on. I'm officially <laughs> done, and I can move on. <laughs> the blue, the blue raspberry and the champagne flute. The blue raspberry with a whipped cream swirl. That's so disgusting. <laughs> and a champagne flute. You, girl, you know I have a sweet tooth. That is fucking disgusting. Disgusting. <laughs> Why are we acting as though EXO was made up of a bunch of 18-year-olds and young-looking 20-year-olds who can't be shown having a drink? <laughs> oh, uh, I listened to the whole album. It wasn't super memorable, so there's that. Yeah, I listened to it, but I couldn't tell you what any of the other songs are called. I mean, I barely even remember Let Me In, which is the other pre-release. Um, eh. You know, it's it's fine. EXO's put out enough good albums. You know. <laughs> they can rest now. <laughs> they can rest. I'll just go listen to those. Okay. Uh, this isn't our first debut on the podcast, but it's the first one that I can remember. So, congrats. Congrats. But Zero Base One debuted in July. Um, Just for background, Zero Base One is the group that was formed on Boy's Planet, which is the boy version of Kepler's show. Um, And it's just, it's just like Produce 101, but with a different flavor. Mm -hmm. That's it. But still evil. Still evil. um, Still, I want to say fully fan voted. Which is uh, insane to create a group based off of fan votes. 
Yeah, especially because, you know, you are no stranger to reality TV. I'm no stranger to at least competition reality TV I watch on occasion. Um, You're going to manipulate the audience either way through the edit. So, Um, like, why bother letting the fans vote? I mean, I guess maybe it helps drive ratings, but it's like, whatever. It does. It drives ratings. And because all of these shows are um, Mnet shows... It also uh, that's right, yeah. It really helps with views and shit like that for Mnet. Uh, the I ecosystem. did. Yep, I did watch Boys Planet, and from like episode three, it was very clear who was going to be in the final lineup, mm. and they were some of some people because it's I think fans just like the way they look, and some because they were genuinely talented. It's a group of a mix of very talented trainees and trainees who can get by. Hey, which is. That's enough, frankly. Yeah, I mean, that is that is the formula for even the most successful groups sometimes. And especially yep. with time, a lot of trainees will they'll pick stuff up. It's yep. not a big deal. But they had their debut with In Bloom. Um, I was very conflicted on this song at first. Were you? Yeah, surprisingly. Because it had everything that I could like, but I felt like... And maybe this is because I watched Boys Planet. I felt like the production on the song was oddly heavy. And so it made some people just sound strange vocally. I do think there are some strange vocals on this song. There are some strange vocals and like weird moments where they kind of slow the song down to give people who can't sing very well a chance to sing. And so it was just a little, it was a little iffy. Um, I also think the styling is really bad for the stage performances for the music video because like their colors are blue and white and so they translate that in a very strange literal way. Uh, But now, currently, I listen to this often. Oh yeah, I mean, I I love this song. My my first listen, I was a little bit like, what is going on? But also wasn't introduced to the best because a certain someone who's editing this podcast... (laughs) said that their vocals sounded really bad and then linked Uh the music video and I hadn't heard it before. Uh, And so I went into it thinking that. But on the second listen, I mean, the best thing I can say about In Bloom is that it sounds like a boy group made an Eyes One song, uh, which is just a winning formula for me. Uh, That is why I like In Bloom so much, even though it is like a pretty noisy song. It's very upbeat noisy and I like it a lot. But yeah, Yeah. the, the styling and the fashion is nothing, nothing at all. Just like the music video, one of like the, like this is, this outfit is in the music video, it's on stage and it's on Studio Choom of just a boot cut Wrangler blue jean (laughs) and a very blue jean and a very like floofy white princely shirt. Selvedge denim with a haunted doll blouse. It's It's, odd. And then just a slightly pointed black ankle boot. Yes, a little Chelsea boot. And then a lot of the other outfits are like, I'm wearing a green crew neck sweater, and that's it. Uh-huh. <laughs> and then, all, I mean, the other weird thing about this video, I don't entirely understand why it's there. I'm assuming it's something to do with the lore of the group, is there's like a whole cyber chase hey. scene aspect, and then there's like buildings that have error messages thrown up, like they're in a video game in the background. I don't know why any of that hey, is there, girl, and it looks silly and bad. It sure isn't the lore of the group. Why the hell is their name Zero Base One? What does that mean? Um, like starting, it's like they're starting, f- starting from the bottom, and ending right. as one. 
Okay. Well, I thought they were going for like a level one kind of thing. No, it's just start. Okay. You know, you're starting from zero, but you you started from zero, but you ended as one group. Zero base hey, one. From zero by Monster X. Great song. Great song. Also, side note: the hmm. fan name for Zero Base One. Yeah. Zeros. <laughs> Y'all gotta stop. <laughs> yourself zero it's a do you do you remember when azalea told me that itsy fans are called midzy and i thought she was fucking with me for like 30 uh-huh. minutes because she said like oh let's go midzy or something and i was like oh my god that's so mean i thought she was just making a portmanteau of mid and itsy because because uh-uh. mid is not new slang and it wasn't even new slang when itsy debuted no um and yet and, and yet I they said it. they said midzy Zero base one. It's because their whole, the only theme they have is rose, is roses. So he said, "How can we convey roses and zero base one? Oh, of course, zeros. I you know, love. It's, it's a fine enough portmanteau, but it just sounds like zeros. It just sounds like you're calling your fans fucking losers. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, zeros? And, like, the best thing about fandom is that if you're Delulu enough, mm-hmm. you will call yourself a zero. Or, excuse mm-hmm. me, a zeros. And it'll just be okay. Hi, zeros. Oh, they shouldn't have God. done that to them. No, it was very foolish. But, hey, it's an in that project group. It'll be dead in a couple of years. That is true. And then you I mean, can start we fresh. Well. I mean, we might as well start picking out the funeral plot for Kep Wonder, huh? Yeah, I think they've got to be ending their time. I mm. think the one time a project group had a long contract was X1. Oh. They had like a six-year contract, I think. Six years? I think it was six years. And they okay, got well, maybe then, six months. Okay, but then thank God. If it was a six-year contract, Jesus Christ. I mean, especially considering how many... There were people who already had groups. Yeah, so that was but divine intervention. It was divine intervention, but funny. <laughs> so, you know. But they also had a good debut, so it's kind of sad. They had a great debut. I will listen to Flash every day without a problem. Mm-hmm. And that's all That's all you get from an X1. Rip X one, but maybe it was for the best because a a singular contract spanning six years is 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 a toughie, especially when a normal K-pop contract for a set group is seven. Seven, yeah. They really fucking played it with that one. Oof. Oh, 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 oh. Oh, mix and mix is hey, shug 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 Now that that was also. Providence, right there. Beautiful. Animix is back, baby. Um, with the album title, this is important. A Midsummer in Mix's Dream. I love the album title. I like completely <laughs> unironically. To me, that's the right balance of like actually picking a fun theme, a fun concept, and just camp, just like being silly. I really like the title. It's like it there was no attempt to like mix somehow put in mix into a midsummer a midsummer night stream they said just change night it's it yeah, starts with the end just change dream. it it's end mix's dream i love Easy. 
done easy i love it and i think it's better for it because i think any kind of way they tried to mix it together would have made it worse absolutely it would have got it's i don't know how but i'm sure it would have gotten to like the level of saying this word feels like a slur (laughs) whenever you just slurries we'll get to that later oh see now i'm confused because you've been alluding to so many things that we'll get to and i don't know what you mean for any of them that's what i think it's more fun I just I think have... of a pun in my head, and I don't say it. I just, I just <laughs> leave breadcrumbs. Oh, I think I may have the slur one. I think I may know the slur I think one. There's, there's only one thing it could be. I think I may know the slur. But <laughs> put that on a fucking t-shirt. <laughs> I, I, I do think I know the slur. Yes. Alex, but... I'll take slurs for four hundred. <laughs> Let me stop before I get too ugly. Okay, yeah, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Inmix dropped a midsummer in Inmix's dream. Um, Roller Coaster was the pre-release, and I, I think I liked it a little bit. I said, hmm. Yeah, that's all right. I said, hmm. And then Party O'Clock came out. I fucking love listening to Party O'Clock. Yeah? It's got, like, that strange, not-quite-onomatopoeia that Inmix always does. Beep, beep, jingling, jingling. Key, key, mingling, mingling. <laughs> so, so many letters. It's strange, but this is a fun little song. It's cute. Um, It it still has that trademark in-mix thing where they have pretty talented singers in the group mm. just doing weird things with their voices. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I... I don't even know how to put it into words. You know, it, you could argue, you could argue that it's part of the concept because they're they're sirens, right? They're mermaids. And that the bizarre flexing of the vocal prowess is part of that. That's what we'll pretend it is. Uh-huh. We can say I that. I don't know how else to explain it. No. Um, can I also say that Party O'Clock appears to be a hairbrush commercial? Did you notice this? No, but I'm 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 looking. Cute the music oh, video. Yes, they have that little that little cute heart brush in there at some point. Yeah, that look like they're for horses. Okay, well I thought maybe it just kind of looks like a Barbie brush. And what does Barbie come with? Horse adventure. <gasps> okay, sure. <laughs> you can say Barbie comes with a lot of things. <laughs> horse hair brush not a, not a brush made of horse hair but a brush because it's that palm brush where it doesn't have a handle yeah the brush to really keep those horses horses shining uh-huh get rid of that top coat yeah i don't i don't think i understand why they're because like it starts and i think one person is brushing the hair and then eventually somewhere in the video they're in a line just brushing yes. everybody's hair I don't remember if that's from a Midsummer Night's Dream. It has been too long since I read. I mean, Midsummer Night's Dream is really short, so I probably should have just read it really quickly before this. But no, I I don't remember anything like that. But I wouldn't be surprised if it's an allusion to something that happens in a Midsummer Night's Dream. Because like the little part where they're in the forest dancing with the jellyfish, that's, I mean, Mm -hmm. it's not jellyfish, but that is from the play. So I just have to assume... And that also they just so happened to have a hairbrush sponsorship lying around. And they said, well, I guess let's let's kill two birds with one stone. Let's combine it together. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Um, I don't like the styling in this very much. It's it's very... um, No. It's very twice more and more dance the night away. 
Yeah. Where, like, I just find it to be kind of ugly, overt floral prints. Mm-hmm. But everybody's looking kind of like a couch for the most part. Um, yeah. I, they look pretty, but the outfits just don't do it. Yeah, I, I usually have a hard time with JYP's girl group styling. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Um, I'd say regardless of the group, regardless of the concept... I usually struggle. Nine times well, out of ten. We're not the ones struggling, let's be honest. We're just... I, str- I struggle to accept it. <laughs> okay, that's fair. Yeah, no, it's, um... JYP girls, they're not they're not treated well in the fashion regard. Uh-uh. But. That's it. I like, I like the siren music still. Even when they're not... <laughs> yelling nonsense at the start of a song or in the right in the middle i still like an end mix what are end mix fans called oh maybe I that's maybe that's something i'm gonna need to know soon i hate that i could hear you typing <laughs> no you couldn't <laughs> I, I heard that quick <laughs> <laughs> no you didn't oh that mechanical keyboard uh oh they're insers <gasps> Eh? Now that one's that's like so weird. <laughs> 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 Woo! Ooh. I, I said it and as a black person, I went, oh. <laughs> Hi, N Swars. <laughs> oh, the. Oh. I mean, it's tough, especially because you know JYP is targeting a global audience. Like, I think, I, th- I think that every single K-pop group who says legitimately, like, we want to have a global audience, they should just have some random black person around to be like, "Hey, folks, hey, this one sounds a little strange. It's a little strange sounding." A black person whose explicit job, the the job description is, it's not a sensitivity consultant, it's not a writer, it's not an, a marketing assistant. It's just. Your job is to speak your mind at uh, any point in time. Just if you see something, say something. That's just raise it. your hand. Just raise your hand. You already know, like in Korean, it's not going to have a sir. It's just going to end in a uh sound. And swa, yeah. It's just going to end in a huh. But hey, guys, the spelling. <laughs> when I just look at this with my English eyes, and swear hard R. <laughs> oh. <laughs> That's good. Enmix, <laughs> keep it up. Enmix, don't change up. <laughs> oh, we have fun here. We do have a good time. You know who else was having a good time playing hit media franchise Pokemon? You guys, Pokemon, they're in their golden age now. Ooh, now that set off something in my brain. <laughs> It's a horrible statement. They're collaborating <laughs> with an hypen. Yeah, th- this new Pokemon music thing. Um, I mean, well, let's just get the song out of the way. The song is just fine. It's a, it's like a commercial song, and hypen has done several of these before. Sometimes for yeah. children's properties, they've done some, um, they've done some in-flight safety songs and stuff like that. And it's just like, it, it's just a pop song. It's fine. But it was notable because we saw the advert. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Actually, I was gonna say every member of Enhypen has a Pokemon. That's not true, but they're at a campsite. Um, it like an RV campsite set kind of thing. It's very obviously a set with like grass turf and stuff like that, and their little campfire and their coolers. And everyone has a Pokemon somewhere in their vicinity. 
and they do not look good. Pokemon, the Pokemon company has proven that they're capable of producing very high quality Pokemon models for promotional material. Of course, they made like Detective Pikachu. This is not that. These appear to be the exact same models that are from like Pokemon Sword and Shield, Scarlet Violet, or Pokemon Go. They're just like flat, no shading, no texture Pokemon just like sitting around (laughs) with them. I think it's also important to note that... Even in Hypen, mm-hmm. like in, the Enhypens themselves mm-hmm. look as though they do not exist in this image. <laughs> and then <laughs> no, someone they- just found photos and put them on there. Yes, they look like they were also photoshopped in from other places. Like the shadows on the Pokemon look a little more realistic than the shadows on some of the Enhypens, especially because some of the Enhypens appear to be in different qualities than one another. It's the strangest photo I've ever seen. Like, th- there's someone on a chair who very explicitly looks low poly as fuck. Like, if, if you zoom in, uh-huh. they look pixelated. Uh, it's very strange. It's, I, I don't know. There's also this weird thing. This is always a thing with Pokemon. But a lot of Pokemon's canon uh, sizes don't really make sense with the image of the Pokemon. Um Charizard and Snorlax are great examples of this, who both feature prominently in both the promo material and the actual music video. Um, Charizard, you know, you know Charizard. Mm-hmm. Fire breathing dragon, technically not a dragon type. That's a whole thing. Don't worry about it. Fire breathing dragon. Um, he is five foot seven, canonically. Uh, I think without his horns, but his horns are I don't know six six eight <gasps> inches long. Um, so he's shorter than every single in Hypen, as far as I'm aware. Okay, well, hold on, because my brain of K-pop facts, I think the member he's standing next to is roughly six feet taller, like 5'10 to six feet tall. Yeah, so in some of the promo stuff and then some shots of the MV, it's very noticeable that Charizard is a different size than he was a few seconds ago. (laughs) They gotta keep, he gotta stay in frame. He gotta stay in frame. Well, he has no problem staying in frame because he's so short. (laughs) But they're like, oh, he's a dragon. He should probably not be shorter than these young men (laughs) who are going camping. They're going camping. They're going camping. I was surprised they didn't do a bit. um, Zoro can, like, shapeshift. Not necessarily into humans, but I was just surprised that they didn't do, like, a shapeshifting thing just for fun. You may be giving the Pokemon and Hype and Collab a bit more than... Well, I thought the whole point was that we're here to have fun. They have a they have a bit where Snorlax they realized that Snorlax wouldn't fit in the flying RVs, so he's in a hot air balloon behind them. But that's funny. Okay. Their dragon have a log. They're carting him. Okay. Okay, Lotus. I'll leave it alone. It should have been more fun, is what I'm saying. I mean, it should have been way more fun. It's the whole theme of the music video is like a mixture of like nice at home workouts mixed with like 17's My My? Yes. Daydreaming about going on. About going out. I don't know what the fuck this is. It, it's. It doesn't make sense to me that this is just for the Pokemon, like, music collective or whatever it's called, which is just to promote Pokemon. That's the goal. Promote Pokemon through music. Yeah, I think they just said Enhypen's popular, so we're going to choose them, especially because Enhypen is popular in both Korea and Japan. Mm-hmm. 
and even to a lesser extent America, of course. Um, so they just said, that makes sense. Why not? All right. You know, I just... Sometimes you don't need a reason. You just need money. And there it is. And if there's one <laughs> thing Hybe and the Pokemon company have, it's money. So they said, what if we pushed our two piles of money together and made one really big pile of money? Well, this is a very Hybe heavy episode because Jungkook also put out a solo song. Yes, he put he out did. a couple, but the only one that matters, I think, for today yeah. is Seven. Yes. Um, I don't hate it. In fact, I may love it. How, how do you feel about the 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 big thing about this song is the explicit oh, version? Oh, yeah. Let me be clear. I only listen to and will only listen to the clean version. Hearing Jungkook yeah. say fucking was such a jarring and horrible experience for me. Yeah, and like, we're no prudes or anything, but it doesn't sound good in the song. It doesn't sound right, especially because this is such a like throwback classic R&B. I mean, especially the music video, which, which we'll get yeah. to in a second. But like, it's such a throwback song that saying fucking in it is so weird sounding. It's weird sounding. It's strange. It's out of place. It, I... I heard the clean version first, and I was like, oh, let me listen to the, I guess, dirty version is what it's called. The explicit. uncensored. Explicit. <laughs> Thank you. Hey, dirty version. That's <laughs> if, if we're going throw, throwback R&B, that's what Nelly used to call the explicit versions of his song. It would be party people dirty version. With but party. hey, listen. I cosplay as Gen Z. I don't know nothing about that. Oh, you're right. You're right. I'm so sorry. I'm, I guess I'm cosplaying as the millennial in this episode. <laughs> But, um yeah oh yeah, yeah, yeah i i'm one i'm a lesbian two if i wasn't a lesbian i would never be that kind of fan hearing a celebrity say fucking is not gonna get my knickers in a twist <laughs> yeah I, I mean i heard the explicit version first because i had heard like all the not controversy is the wrong word but you know the big thing about like oh my god oh my god oh my god my mm -hmm. my my fucking panties flew off my wig flew when i heard blah 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 um and it's just him saying fucking in the in the chorus like nothing else about the song is explicit which is why no. it feels so many like it feels like a, a tiktok moment where like okay jungkook we got the good version of the song we got the main version of the song how about you do a take where you say fucking instead of loving and you know we'll use that as like a promo thing that's yeah what it because like. even um lotto is on this song um and even Which was her... my slur illusion for anyone for anyone playing at home. Because I just wanted to say that as a mostly Caucasian person, I don't feel like I should say it. <laughs> do you do you do you want you Lotus, you want me to pick up want me to pick up the slack? <laughs> sure, 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 sure. What is it that I just I want said? to say that in general? What did I specifically in Discord? We were talking about this song, and I think I mentioned it, and I said Oh, Jungkook has a song with Lotto, formerly of Moo status. <laughs> I believe were my words. Which I believe is why she changed her name. Um, yeah, because for because uh, Lotto was is maybe like early twenties. I think so. I think she may be like twenty four years old. She, she's she's pretty young. She's at the very least, she's around our ages. She's somewhere in there. You know, she's a young, light-skinned woman from the south who was 
just gung-ho, I think, on being known. And so she came out as mulatto. I could say it. You can't. Uh-huh. Oh, oh don't worry. I can say <laughs> N-swear, but I can't say that. <laughs> Um, And it took a while for her to change. But I think once she realized that she did have the potential to be successful. Right, exactly. That she was going to need a rebrand. And it was a good one. Yeah, because especially like, that's the kind of thing that you do if you're a smaller artist. Because it's like, I feel like uh, for more local or smaller rap scenes, that is like, part of it is like, oh that that's so fucking disrespectful like mm-hmm. that's the fun part of it is that you get to be that but once you realize oh i could be making some money money and also get to do whatever i want like i could get famous enough that i can make the kind of music that i want like with the biggest budget possible let me maybe cut off a couple you're, letters and pretend going, that my first name is that <laughs> you're going to need a name that they can say at the vmas yes so she got it done uh-huh. but Oh, I, was, I think I was saying, uh, even her ver- yeah, verse on the song um, is very clearly sexual, but not nasty. And it's yeah. not explicit. I mean, and it so feels it's, like they told her, you're going to be on a clean version of this song, but you should still, you know, you do you, but it has to be clean. So just bring it all back. Yes. Ridiculous that there needed to be an explicit <laughs> version of the song. Just, just really goofy. Um, let's talk about the the music video a little bit. I think Jungkook looks really good. Um, I, I feel like he's finally found the styling for his hair because there's a lot of photographs I have seen of one Jung Jungkook where he looks like someone's Viet auntie who just got a perm. It's, I think, whenever this music video was filmed, his hair was a little shorter, and I don't think it was permed yet. I mean, it's it's mainly the perm, but it's also sometimes it is the length where for me, like, I don't you, think it's a good idea to ride the line between wolf cut and mullet. I think you need to pick one. Yeah, yeah, you do need to pick one. Um, Well, and, well frankly, he has. He went straight Bob now. <laughs> Bitch, that is not a Bob. <laughs> that is a fucking Robert. <laughs> he went straight for the Bob. He said, I don't I don't want to make a choice. But a permed Bob, which is... <laughs> A permed bob where the bangs are so still just heavily permed. <laughs> oh, but it's it's bad. He looks good in this. Um Do you like the music video itself? The the narrative? No, because no, it's it's halfway it's like we mentioned the sound of the song is the RB throw R and B throwback. The video is also too, but the stalker level is cranked up to like a thousand. Yeah, and it and then it also gets slightly humorous at times. Like when he yes. pops back out of the casket, like it it's And then off the green, even though he's supposed to be hurt, like Yeah, it's strange. when, when he's uh when he's on guy wires and he's hanging off of the 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 light post in the middle of a store like that's funny um but why the, the tone <laughs> is bizarre I, if they had gone the full camp route like the concept is that jungkook is an old school r&b artist and he's so in love with this girl and they've had just they've just had a misunderstanding and he's you know through hell or high water he's gonna get her back and he's trying to get back to her i think that's a little bit more fun and it's this campy silly thing but this is just he is a stalker who is indestructible that's it 
and at the end he gets the girl yeah um you know i guess he didn't learn from the war of hormone controversy ever because this is the same kind of thing but even but but knuckling down even harder yeah uh, th- this is true romance. I am glad uh, the most popular boy band in the world, and the most popular member of any boy band who has ever existed, that uh, that, that is um, what we're doing here. It's really cool. Uh, you don't, just because you have fame, influence, and quite frankly, power over other people doesn't mean you have to be responsible. <laughs> <laughs> It surely doesn't. Hey, speaking of not being responsible, it's a shame that uh, regardless of the fact that he is, again, straight up stalking this woman throughout this video, that she got so much shit um, for playing effectively exasperated woman number one, pretty exasperated woman number one. Uh-huh. Um, I feel bad for her. I hope I hope they gave her a fuckload of money for this. I'm sure they did. I think she's, like, even, like, made her return to acting or something because she's an actress. So, like, in the long run... It- Mentally, maybe it wasn't worth it, but financially. Hey. And when you're an actress or something, I guess that's really all you can do. You know, make enough money so you could take another five years off. Mm hmm. That's the Also, support the strike. That's completely unrelated, but we talked about actors, so (laughs) support the strike, folks. Know where we stand. No, hey, this is not. You could probably tell by the amount that we critique the K pop music industry, (laughs) but just to be clear, (laughs) just to be clear on here today support the strike mm-hmm. moving on to the group i love to hate and the group <laughs> i hate to love <laughs> that is your relationship with them in a nutshell ncc dream had another comeback uh this time with a full album which yeah is very shocking to me but nct is a side or nct dream rather decided to ride the MBTI wave just like two months after everyone else did <laughs> with ISTJ. And do you know what your MBTI is? I INTP somewhere somewhere around there. Right. I think I am an ISTJ, but I can't remember. Well this is for you. I'm either ISTJ or INTJ. I can't remember. Because you know, it's been so long since I took the MBTI test, and it's like a hundred questions. I remember it's, it's a lot. I remember when Seventeen had the go say where they took the MBTI MBTI quest questions mm-hmm. in the most recent one. I said, "Oh, this this quiz is short. Let me take it," and I still don't remember <laughs> what I got. Almost as if it doesn't fucking matter. Almost as if it doesn't matter, and also changes effectively every single day. And was perhaps created by a racist. Wow. So, not important to me. However, the song. Yes. I think I've made it pretty clear that I like a sort of, a sort of high school musical type beat. Yes, you do. I think I've also made it clear that I like that really kind of grungy electro beat. Yes, you do. This has it all. Yeah, uh, I, we were talking about before this, this samples the same song that Missy Elliott samples for Lose Control. Uh-huh. Which is a, a grungy old school electronic beat. I mean, I guess it's not old school. It's just old. It's just old. <laughs> I am beat. fucking obsessed with this song. <laughs> 
I love it. And for the first time ever, I am saying NCT Dream did not need to add a vocal moment. Really? For the first time ever. I think the little the shift um I think it's I think it's right before the final chorus yes, where like Hechan, Renju and Chunla kind of get their moment to do what they do and some other members. I just don't think it was necessary to slow this song down. Yeah, it's um I I generally like a slow moment because uh I I enjoy the NCT vocalists a lot. But it is very out of place in this song. It's out of place, especially when they're already singing on the chorus. Right, that's exactly why I think. It, it's it's just so strangely out of place. It was, it was an extra vocal moment. Uh-huh. And it's clear that there was no easy way to transition back into the beat of the song because they simply snap three times. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they sure do. <laughs> they go back to it. Yeah, it's it's a bizarre song. I can't really get into it, I'm afraid. Oh, that's okay. That's okay. I I get into it a lot. It has like that that just because Jenna um has a bad ooh, different <laughs> <laughs> I thought we weren't getting ugly today. That's um when I walked into the office and I read the memo at my desk it said we weren't going to be ugly today. No, we aren't. So, um, what I was saying was, because Chanel has a different kind of tone, uh, mm-hmm. I don't think his voice often works in NCT songs as either, like, singing or rapping, but he does, like, that very old-sounding European club spoken <laughs> word in this. Yeah, 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 you're right. That drives me insane in the best way. Listen to. That's all it takes. Yeah, I, I will say, I think part of the reason the, the song doesn't work for me is at a certain point, I got to, yeah, so hot, hot like soup. Yeah! <laughs> Don't you, yeah. <laughs> I, I heard that and I said, what am I doing with my life right now? <laughs> See, Envia said, oh, this is good. That's fair. Also, you know, one, one thing that you and I take a lot of note of, I think, especially since AO by NCT127. Footwork is on fucking point in this song. It is I, some I great choreo. I was going choreo. to say, love the choreo. Do you think Mark's legs are insured? Like, the same way that a footballer, um, a footballer's legs would be insured? Oh, yeah. They have to be, right? Oh, yeah. The amount of money he spends probably on just body care dedicated to the legs... Oh yeah, I mean at this point with this many comebacks, because he he doesn't have a gap in his schedule this year, right? With all the NCTs, like he's coming back all yeah. the time this year. I I think he must he must be like you know a one million dollar man or whatever. And there's cybernetics in there. Oh yeah, those knees have not been his for at least four years. <laughs> They're steel plated, <laughs> baby. Aluminium. Aluminium in those knees. That's one of the things. This not really at all. One of the things we should take from the Brits. There's two main ones. Number one is aluminium, because it's just more fun to say. Number two is spelling gray with an E. Yeah, I think I spell gray with an E. It was a big thing that I would often it's get, It's a different like, vibe. At work, it's just like, hey, remember U.S. spellings when you edit? And I said, no, you're right, you're right. No, I'm changing the U.S. spelling. Gray, we're changing. I won't start adding U's to stuff. And I won't replace Z's with S's, because that doesn't have impact. I think it depends on the word. Like, spelling laser with an S is not right. Okay, okay. 
like because it's you need the sci-fi element no in you're right but i think there's other words where i would be okay with an s like like localization i think that can be an s i hate cozy with an s oh yeah i don't like that either that's cozy that's cozy that's different so yeah case by case but for the most part <laughs> anyways oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, i don't remember where we were nct treat my stj perfect song perfect choreo how do you feel about the other because there's two other title tracks there's broken melodies and there's Poisson. oh i think broken melodies is horrible genuinely i do too because okay <laughs> i've been trying to figure this out since it came out it sounds like a a bad american song yes and a bad american band but i can't figure out who i said maybe coldplay maybe one republic some shitty senior year song but i can't place exactly who or exactly what song okay hold on because it's important that we figure this stuff out like, like I want to say, it may be like a Chainsmokers featuring Coldplay is the vibe. It's mostly the chorus where it's like, da-da-da-da-da, we got history. That mm-hmm. part, that to me is very Chainsmokers, very when I was graduating from high school. Mm-hmm. I, I believe, no, the class before me's senior song was uh, Counting Stars by One Republic. Jesus Christ. Uh-huh. I don't remember what ours was. I didn't vote for it. We didn't. I didn't have a senior song. That's for the best. I think so. Unless it's what's the song? Graduation by Vitamin C, Orange, something like that. Something. Yeah, it's not good. So like that, I th- I think is very bad. I think that song is horrible. Um, it was the pre-release single, and when it came out, I said, "Oh, cool." NCT Dream album. <laughs> I won't listen to. <laughs> Yeah, I didn't have high hopes. But, you know, as I've said many times before, something, anything that activates a 16-year-old white girl's brain is going to activate my brain. It's going to hit. That's that's a non-insignificant part of me. It didn't hit, but I I wasn't, I hadn't lost hope, you know? Okay. But ISTJ is nothing like this song. It's nothing like it. And then Poison is also nothing like it. However, Poison I do like a lot. G-Sung in the beginning sounds like Kermit the Frog. Well, that's how he always sounds, Lotus. (laughs) (laughs) But not to that extent. That's how he sounds. Sometimes you just got a frog in your throat. (laughs) Sunbeam. Because it's it's that specific kind of sound. (laughs) (laughs) Ooh, neither of us sound like Kermit, but just, hey, if you're you're sitting there alone, just do that little voice to yourself. (laughs) it's really fun <laughs> just like it's it's the equivalent of a stuffed nose but it's 100 in the throat yes absolutely so yeah he sounds kind of strange on it because he can't sing <laughs> but they but said i mean there's no place for it. there's no place for what you do here you have said, to sing you, your voice is a little deeper you can do like a sexy thing right he, he said, i see you he said i can do kermit <laughs> We just sound like knockoff Muppets. <laughs> well, but that's the beauty of the Muppets, is that the, that's what Muppets sound like. <laughs> oh. it's, it's just a bunch of middle-aged white dudes doing funny voices. <laughs> if we want to continue on this fun little train of funny voices... Uh-huh. Misamo... You know I love the Muppets. Misamo <laughs> came out. 
And that is the first, I think, official twice subunit of Mina, Sana, and Momo. Mm-hmm. We were all the the crew here at Chaos. And by the crew, I mean me, Danny, and Azalea. We're very upset that they're not called Mimosa. Because we were just so sure that it would be Mimosa. We were positive. Well, <laughs> well, little do we know. They said Misamo. Misamo. They're both fun to say, but Mimosa is more fun. But we said, you know, maybe, maybe it's like a bad word in Japanese or something like that. You know, it, um, like maybe age order. Per, no, I don't think it's age no, order. No, they're not. Either. Not even backwards. So, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you know, like youngest to oldest, oldest to youngest. It's neither of those things. I don't believe. Well, they just said Misamo. They said Misamo. Um, but they put out. Is it really do not touch? Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Did you think it was don't touch or something? I thought maybe it would be a don't touch. Mm. But okay, they put out do not touch. Um, I think like a lot of the visuals in the music video remind me of Irene and Sogi. Yes. But with an Ariana Grande level of heterosexuality. <laughs> Whereas, like, Irene and Sogi really had the gaze frothing at the mouth. Yeah, they committed. Uh, this one, I do not think has the same uh, vibe, feeling. It's a very straight music acting. video. They're not acting. Well, it doesn't help that it was preceded by Marshmallow, which is, there are men in it. Like, it's very heterosexual. There's um, men in it. You know, you're, it's supposed to be, like... Even though you can see the gentleman's faces, it's supposed to be very faceless. You know, you're a guy watching you project yourself onto the guy. And I get that, but it was still kind of weird, especially for the especially the way that a lot of K-pop is, as opposed to J-pop, is like, no one of the opposite sex is allowed anywhere near anyone. And if it is, it's one person that the entire group wants. And then they're like fighting, kind of, right? Like, that's it. Mm-hmm. Um, so watching Marshmallow was kind of weird. I have no thoughts about that song sound-wise whatsoever. Same. They look great. I, I think part of what like doesn't help the you know we're we're going for the little bit of lesbian tease Irene and Solgi monster like it's not even just that Irene and Solgi monster is like the lesbian uh touch point with k-pop it's it's that it's it's a hundred percent going for monster um it's not helped by the fact that like we've joked about this before but Mina doesn't focus her eyes on things when she's in a when she's performing it's so just, she always looks kind of lost. Like, her body, she's doing the perfect choreo, everything. She's singing just fine. But she looks like she's not all the way there. And uh-huh. that is fully on display in this MV and also with the other members. It's weird to see Momo look so, like, dead in the eyes in particular. Yeah. I, I just, like, was this, like, was this conceptually something that they're so unused to performing? That it just came off a little dead in the eyes. Yeah, Nothing it feels like in something the face. weird was going on. Maybe they were tired. Maybe the schedule this, was that intense. Like, I don't know. Is it this was how, weird. like, like could this be how they do sexy? Like, instead of a cute smile, they're like, oh, we got to give a smolder. But it's, if I you mean, don't practice that in a mirror... But but it's all it's like it's all the eyes. And to be fair, I've complained about this before with other groups. Uh, most the most part with ATs, I've complained about it where they try to do the sexy aloof thing. But some members, namely Jongo, they their aloof looks too disinterested. 
yes they they don't look aloof and sexy they look like they are actively not paying attention and that's this whole video that's this whole video but they don't even they don't have someone where they're going farther in the opposite direction so like it doesn't work but it's still going for the emotion they just like they look like they're not there i don't know what's going on you know it's yeah um as far as the song goes i think it's i think it's hmm, gosh what do i think (laughs) you don't know Uh, i think it depending on your mood at the time of listening to the song it could be fun or it could be nothing i mean it's not exactly song of the century it is fine i i think the little moment in the chorus with the the quick shoulder bump choreo you can't touch me touch me that's fun Mm -hmm. um the concept is like okay like masterpiece do not touch their art that's behind you know the red ropes you have the scene where momo's like the venus de milo and all these other art pieces like that's fun enough um love the big hat moment of course Mm -hmm. uh a lot of a lot of beyonce ripoffs in this song yeah Um, so they look fine you know it's fun uh yeah it's it's fine they look elegant that's about it they look very beautiful yeah i think with how beautiful they look in the music video i would expect to have more feelings about it but the song is really just fine and again they they look they look like glassy-eyed the whole time i mean there's like a couple moments where momo will come alive or like you'll see sana come alive for a second but it across the board for the the entire you know three and a half minute duration nothing you know can i can i say something a little controversial a little controversial yet brave you know as as a twice fan a once if you will Uh um i have always been pretty pretty adamant that twice as a group is not the most entertaining group when it comes to performances uh, you have maintained this. Uh, I think their live stages on like the Korean broadcast channels and just videos from their tour performances, their stage presence is best when they are not doing choreography, when they are not performing a song in that sense, when they're just right, on the stage. Mm-hmm. That's, I think, when their charisma is the best. But when Twice performs feels a little too heavy in the we we're getting this performance right and so you just like they're in their heads yeah and so you just lose a lot of like actual presence and charisma um and the misamo girls i think are three of the biggest well no i think they all are kind of equally like that but like it's just an issue that twice has and i know momo was seen as a really good performer Mm. but that's when she's really given it in choreography and this song does not have choreography where she can give it like that yeah i think so too and so it all just kind of falls flat unfortunately despite not being bad yeah, when when it comes to twice stage presence, I don't entirely agree, but I still think it is the Jihyo and Jonghyun show, and then everybody mm-hmm. else. Momo will have her moment, and then she goes for the most part into the background, um, except for like I can't stop me era. I feel like everyone was a little bit more on at that time, but we mm-hmm. have not returned to such a peak. I think no. ever. Um, n- no, and like not music wise, but just in terms of performance, right? Yeah. Yeah, I'd I'd say for something about I can't stop me was just a good time. 
They also looked really good. The outfits were nice the whole time around, which Oh, helped. yes. Custom, all matching. Mm-hmm. Love them very much. I want some of them. Yeah. As a lover of preppy shit and plaid, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Moving on Moving to on. new jeans. Oh, the the target of my fucking pre-release IRS. The bane? to God. The bane of our existence when it comes Three? to organizing these pod- this podcast. Technically four pre-release songs go directly to fucking hell. It was so unclear. One- what the single of this album was supposed to be, and two, when the album was going to come out. Just nothing. I... Uh, it also does not help that since their conception, New Jeans has put out music videos at different times for every song on the album. <sighs> yeah. Sometimes it's not even an album. Sometimes you just get Ditto and OMG and fuck you. You know, and then eventually they will possibly maybe be on an album. Uh, whatever. Let's Don't get your hopes up, but maybe. Hey. Whatever. Okay. Let's. I, Thanks, I, Adore. Oh God, that is. <laughs> adore. Adore. I want to start new jeans. Let's start with the positive. Yes, let's start with the positives. I mean, those are most of the negatives, to be fair. Yeah. So, new jeans has always had very good producers who have tapped into a sound that's hard to fuck up and that is uk house and like this very specific brand of like northeastern maryland type of <laughs> dance r&b northeastern maryland <laughs> it's a very not spe- the not the dmv not the dmv not the dmv it's northeastern like a, maryland it's like this very specific like Maryland or no northeastern comma Maryland it's it's specific to Maryland yeah yeah yeah. no 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 I see like northeastern United States Maryland specifically yes like dance R&B I thought you were saying can you imagine if I said of Maryland that little corner with a weird shape it's it's this one city right here but the thing is, the thing is, like, the history of, of rap, hip-hop, and R&B in the United States, and in the DMV area specifically, is so rich, I had no choice but to yeah, believe you. Like, And I just said, okay. And, like, I don't want to be too specific, but I do believe, like, the sound that I'm thinking of is specific to Baltimore. <laughs> I mean, hey, I, I wouldn't doubt it. Baltimore, um, uh, kind of underrated capital of uh, hip-hop and rap music i think it's fair to say go-go house all of it culture in general Mm -hmm. um but it's a sound that's really hard to kind of fuck up and it's a it's a song that is nostalgic without ever getting old yes new jeans kind of goes in and out of this pretty often and i think this album is a really good example of all the different types of sounds you can get from that general bubble of music yeah like cool with you and eta sound very different but they fit in the same category of music and i think that's really cool and beautiful yeah but let's talk about this album where do you want to start uh just because i like it so much cool with you i think the first 45 seconds of cool with you song of the year what is specific what about the rest of the song the rest of the song is fine the rest of the song is mostly just chorus without much without verses you know it's that's true 
you know, it's fine. But those first 45 seconds, oh my God. I eat it. <laughs> How do you feel about the, the music video for this? This is the most, like, seemingly out of out of left field, like, the artsiest one. Mm-hmm. Um, I, you know, I personally really like the hyper-feminine, very soft look. Just flowy fabrics, dresses, bows. I do like that look a lot. So I like that. In terms of like, uh, you know, call me uncultured, but the music video is whatever. <laughs> I think it's whatever too. I think it's, I think it's good if you're like if you're if you're the kind of high person who's coming from the the BTS endless theory crafting thing, then I think it's like simultaneously exciting and disappointing because like this is something for you to cling on to, but at least for the time being, it really seems like it's in its own vacuum. It has nothing to do with any of the other music videos that released mm-hmm. at the exact same time. Um, I think the lead actress is really good. She has uh, a great ability to look yearning, yes. which is impressive and something I appreciate as a lesbian. Um, but yeah, I, I was pretty whatever on it also. It, it felt, you know, this isn't a good thing necessarily, but there's like a little pseudo sex scene in it. And I was like, oh, thank God it's not the girls. Oh my, because I got, I started to get really nervous. Yeah, and also, and also, the scene stops, but she's like dressed as like a, a baby dominatrix or something, and the the part of me that witnessed Cookie was like, oh my god, thank God that the girls aren't like the lead actresses in this song, because there's a version of this where that is the case, and it's worse because I have to witness that. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, fair and true. That's all I have to say. All right. Um, do we want do we want to discuss like just just go through the I mean I like this whole well yeah. I, I for the most part like the whole mini. I think the cover art is fucking ugly as shit and I don't like the actual song called New Jeans for two reasons. Number one, it's confusing. Don't call your song the same name as your group. I can't believe I have to say that. Like this is ridiculous. <laughs> just, <laughs> just just don't do that. Number two, I think the Powerpuff Girls crossover um, not only do I think the animation is really bad, and like, yeah. it just doesn't look good, um, but it's like kind of clunky and uh, silly looking because it doesn't really return with the rest of the album. It's just for the promotional art. So then you have this song that's named after the group. However, this isn't a self-titled album. And then you have this random motif that appears like, ugh, whatever. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's also so- the worst sounding song, I think. Um... I- I think I agree. I'm a little iffy on ETA. I I surprisingly don't like the more chanting, the more like chanty part of the song. Where what's your ETA? What's your ETA? ETA? I I don't quite like it, which is strange. I think part of what helped me enjoy et more because i I was a lot more lukewarm on it initially is that uh unrelated to k-pop and through no fault or a determination of the song or of new jeans themselves or adore uh it came out around the same time as rush by troy savon (laughs) so i was shotgunning those songs back to back and i think that that really helped the sound of eta like i feel the rush and then what's your eta what's your eta those those just went together very well I hear it. Yeah, it's uh, it's not my favorite. I do really like a super shy. 
you but, you've used it multiple times on your um on your Instagram stories. Uh, oops. <laughs> I love a super shy. I do side note. Uh-huh. I think a day, maybe two days before Super Shy came out, I was shoe shopping, getting my wish list a little beefed up. And I mm-hmm. sent you guys a pair of shoes. I said, guys, I love these shoes. And they're affordable, too. <laughs> I love I them. Let me put this. them on my wish list. Super Shy comes out. I'm like, oh, my God, how funny. The shoes are in the video. What a coincidence. <laughs> I go maybe like a week later to see about buying the shoes if they're in my size. Fucking sold out. Oh, I, so new jeans did you dirty. New jeans may have done me dirty. And I will forever associate Super Shy with the song that you stole those shoes from you. That stole my pair of dream Mary Janes. Mm. This is why influencer culture is bad. Like, that's one of the things that you really hate to hear about is, uh, Sugar said this recently, but I don't remember what it was about, but he was like, I'm not going to tell you guys what, I don't remember what it was, it was cologne or a book or whatever. I'm not going to tell you guys what it is because you'll sell it out and I won't be able to buy it anymore. And it's like, mm-hmm. I hate that that's where we are. It that's sure not is. right. That's that's a, a specific vision of how, can we talk about the ETA music video? We both have thoughts on it. Um, Super Shy, great song. Just, you know, not to button that up too much. That MV is like fine. Although mm-hmm. I don't, it, it's giving me flashbacks to like um, flash mobs and like the Harlem um, Shake and stuff, which I yeah. didn't like. That, no. that that was a dark time in history. I mean, Harlem Shake, I, I do think was kind of fun. It's kind of fun to, I remember liking those videos at the time and it's fun to look but at it with a nostalgic lens. Overall, we don't like, need to go back. A flash mob is a horrible, horrible thing. Flash mobs are horrible. Flash flash mobs are for the James Cordons of the world. Uh-huh. And do you want, is that who you want to be? Absolutely not. Think I twice. Don't, I don't want the world to be that way neither. So, yeah. Super Shy's music videos, whatever. ETA. Um... I I don't think I have finished the ETA music video. <laughs> um because I got the concept and I said I'm I'm good. Let me go listen to the album. <laughs> Instead, you said, I've seen enough. <laughs> I said I've got it. I, like I was already uh I was fully prepared to check out when I saw this was shot fully on an iPhone 14 Pro. I said, "Okay." I don't that, need to be here then. <laughs> that made me want to pass away. I said um, that especially I don't... because it's not true. What do you mean? Do you have an iPhone 14 Pro? No, no, no. Ha- let me let me get the exact verbiage for you. But towards the end of the video, there is a PSA that says <laughs> this wasn't shot. <laughs> let me let me get the exact wording. I'm I'm going through it right now because I can't remember exactly where it is. But, oh, see here, commissioned by Apple. So first of all, this MV was paid for by Apple, or not? You know what I mean? Um, additional software and hardware used. Um, professional. <laughs> oh God, what does it say? professional software used and then third-party waterproof case used so not only did they use additional software which is normal you know photoshop adobe premiere pro whatever um but that could also mean that they photoshopped the entire fucking video um they also said additional hardware used which could mean you know like a lens that attaches to the camera it could also mean a different camera you you so you feel like the drone footage of the girl driving (laughs) down the road wasn't the iphone (laughs) 
I think I think maybe they did not attach an iPhone 14 Pro to a drone and then have it fly around, um, not being able to adjust the angle. I think maybe they just used a drone. Okay, okay. I think there's probably other shots where maybe they used a professional camera, especially because when you get to the credits of the music video, there are multiple camera operators. <laughs> all them iPhone holders. <laughs> all them iPhone, all them iPhone holders with their gorilla pods running around <laughs> the set. Um, so I mean, yeah, that's the you know the annoying thing is that, and then also that the the film begins and ends with two obnoxious, I I presume iPhone ringtones going off, which is just uh-huh. it's just annoying. I get that there's a a part of like a sample used in ETA, especially in the chorus, that sounds kind of like a phone alarm, but not really. So uh, whatever. But yeah, co- commission it, it reeks of commissioned by Apple and. Uh, this is another one where I feel like we've gone back like seven years. I feel like I have not seen something of that nature, you know, mu- music video by Apple, music video by Beats in a long time, and certainly not in K-pop. You um, also had some additional thoughts about the beginning of ETA, though, if I'm not mistaken, which you have seen more than once. Yes. So the one, like, I, I've, I've got the general idea of ETA. However... Mm-hmm. My favorite part is the beginning where all of the girls are supposed to be acting like, oh my God, girl, your man's cheating, look. And you have the Aussie member. Well, both (laughs) of the Aussie members are speaking in English, but one has more of an Aussie accent than the other. And she just goes, I cannot believe this. (laughs) No, no expression on the face and nothing but Aussie accent. Was because they're not even filming that scene. That's the other camera filming that scene. <laughs> so no, they have to just like pretend. That that's they can them on see fa- it. That's them on FaceTime. <laughs> you refuse to. That's them on <laughs> FaceTime with a racially ambiguous curly-haired girl who actually has the boyfriend because none of them can have the boyfriend. Of course, they can't. They can't do it. No, that that's uh, Hyejin or whatever from the from the chorus that just has random people's names. Uh huh. It's it's fine. It's a little goofy, but that's okay. It's an Apple commercial. It's an Apple commercial. That's the thing. Doing choreo with the iPhone 14, whatever. Doing choreo, just fisting an iPhone. (laughs) I I will say, she'd make a a great camera person, because her fucking gyro is crazy for doing that kind of choreo. (laughs) Like, she's, she's pretty still. Oh, it's good tracking. Did you get to the part where they're cops? Yeah, after uh, I did, I did end up. I've I've watched the video video as we've discussed, uh, as we've been as we've been talking about it rather. Uh, Like I said, this is surreal video. Like I said, a little a little corny. The the little like oop, she killed him. Oh, oh, she killed him. You know. It's, for cheating. It's, it's one for the girls. It's one for the girls. It's one for the girls, and you can't hate girls. Do, do they kill the girl, too? I mean, she was in the car. Um, she was in the car, but then she turns into, I believe, two of the New Jeans girls, and then it's her again, and she just gets out the fucking car. Oh, okay. It's, it's, and it's over. Right. I, I'd also like to add Boys Be Always Lying to, um... You know, our little AAVE lexicon that we have here on the pod. Oh, yeah. Let's put that. Let's add that to the list. Add that to the list right next to Jungkook's uh, 
am I gonna finna find my time? Mm-hmm. There's there probably some others. There's some others, right but for now, that's the list. <laughs> those are the those are the two most important aspects. <laughs> oh, I know. I just said you can't hate girls, <laughs> but. <laughs> Oh, now, oh, oh, my girl came back with Summer Comes. I don't dislike Oh, my girl, but like there's something about Oh, my girl. I'm like, oh, I hate Oh, my girl. Really? <laughs> I can't say I've ever formed a strong opinion on Oh, my girl. I don't really like any of their songs in particular. So, you know, okay. Dolphin and Nonstop are like fine, but I don't. Okay. I'm not like, oh, my gosh, the song, you know. Okay. Let me discuss then. Let me discuss. Okay. Um, Because back when... We were both kind of doing pretty often full discography listens. Mm -hmm. um, oh My Girl was on there because Oh My Girl has very pretty singers and they do very pretty songs. Or or they did. They did. Okay. Um, and even now, outside of their super repetitive kind of singles, they make good summer music. And I think yes. they they could make summer pops however however there is a rapper in the group <laughs> and i do believe she is potentially one of the worst rappers i've heard in a girl group <laughs> um and what makes it worse is that in this song summer comes i don't know if i said that mm -hmm. there is before she raps she does have a singing part she's not a vocalist but it sounded fine, and it suited her voice. Yes. But she's she's just a sub-vocalist. She's not a main vocalist. She's the main rapper. Her, she has, like, her rap starts, and it ends in na-na-na. And she has such a weird <laughs> na-na-na. It's that tone. Very, like... Jesse. G idol Jesse tone. She then rhymes na 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 <laughs> with like minions yaba na na na. How are you not too shabby? For, for me, for me, how are you not too shabby? Might as well make the whole fucking song. And for me, that's that's the Everglow pirate shiver. Me, Timber. I can't I can't like fully get how she says it because she fits how are you not too shabby in what feels it's like, like 1.5 seconds. Like <laughs> it was a fucking struggle to get it on beat, but she said, no, I can do it. It it's the intonation said, is crazy. The speed is crazy. The sound is ridiculous. I, I I can't abide by it. And I also cannot abide by a K-pop rap this bad in the middle of a song. <laughs> it's it's bad, but it's like for me it's bad in a regular cringy way instead of trying to be cool, which is maybe why I'm not so hard on it. Oh, but Lotus, every time you say this. Listen, what? there have been multiple instances <laughs> mm -hmm. where a song has been absolutely horrible or a person's verse, rap, whatever you say, but like, you know, like it's just having fun. No, Lotus. <laughs> this is meant to be taken seriously. Maybe just because I like the rest of the song enough. Because yeah. there's some songs where I, I genuinely can't excuse it, especially if it's like super early. 
Um, where I'm like, I just can't get past it. I this. just, the thing is, I feel like this is too early because I like every other bit of this song so much. Yeah. I like every part so much. And so I just, I, I can't listen to it. I'm going to have to listen to the song like 10 times to be able to like get used. Stockholm Syndrome yourself. Yeah. I've got to get used not to shabby? it. <laughs> like make, Minions, yeah, but nah, nah, nah. um also another reason why i just another reason why i dislike oh my girl um Mm -hmm. is because i've kept up with their comebacks for the past few years i have stated today even that i'm a big fan of preppy looks and plaid Mm -hmm. oh my girl will do a preppy plaid look a tweed often but it never feels appropriate not like in terms no. of how it looks, but situationally. Yeah, I don't generally like Oh My Girl's styling. A lot of their clothes look really cheap. They look cheap. Ostensibly, and, they probably aren't. But, but also, they like, look very cheap. They, and then they'll be wearing Miu Miu in the same scene. So it's like, what? Yeah, so it's there's one, but like, it doesn't quite fit them. It doesn't fit the scenario or the concept they're going for. And I just don't like that. <laughs> Personally. <laughs> 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 I was. I think the first I, I became aware of the music video was because you were talking about the rapper and you were like, she had a summer somewhere. She got that tan and she said, "Turn the fucking camera off." This feels like one of <laughs> like <laughs> this. This is as dark as they will let a Korean get and still put them on camera. I was kind of surprised. She looks she's, great, but I was like, "What?" And like, she is tanner than me in my natural state. She's giving like. Hyoren sister back in the day tan where yeah, she's I was just when they're on that little float doing the choreo at the end that's very sister it's very sister she's very just bronzed and tanned to the point where like they couldn't even give her like a lighter foundation color as they normally no. do they said I mean we've we've got a color match her <laughs> when you get tan enough that they can't whitewash you because it'll look too fucking weird go for her good for think, her maybe she tried to game the system she got a little tan and she was like they're not gonna fucking whitewash me let me get outside a little longer it just came to set yes bronzed <laughs> bronze for the gods body makeup on all of it and then the rest of the members just the ghosts a, a normal normal to extremely pale skin tone Oh, I love it. It was so fucking funny. And then for her to be the one who says minions, banana, banana. <laughs> How are you not too shabby? She, like, she almost sounds French. Oh, I. it's fun, but I hated it in that moment. And that's fair. And you're right to hate it. You're not wrong to hate it. I'm just saying that the the... If it was a, it's a very good summer song, the entire rest of it. If it was mm-hmm. that good of a summer song and it was a rapper trying to take themselves super seriously, it would land at the same level for me. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Where I'm like, that rap's not good, but I can allow it because it does make me laugh pretty much every single time. <laughs> like they went far enough in the opposite direction. I'm like, okay. It could work it, or it does work, I guess. I wouldn't say it works, but it's funny enough to balance out the dislike. Okay, okay, I hear you. Like I said, give me give me a week. 
and I'll be there. Mm-hmm. I, I like this EP as well, by the way. Um, listened to it a couple times. Nothing to really write home about, but I think it is a very good summer EP. Golden Hourglass. Mm-hmm. I like the name of it, too. Yeah, great name. Just pretty. Uh, I think last... I think last month, I very boldly said... We're talking about Treasure's pre-release single now because there's no way we're talking about that album next month. I believe you did say that. Uh, I think I may have said that. Uh, I think you might have lied. I definitely did lie because not only are we talking about Treasure's full album right now, I listened to the full album. You did. Uh, so let's let's discuss let's discuss i've only listened to move and the title track bona bona so okay. you will have to you will have to make up for everything else i'm afraid okay so just to start for the context of this album it is called reboot and it was supposed to be the just treasure getting a, a reboot even though they're less than five years old yeah it was why you saying i've completely neglected to <laughs> do anything with this group at all let me try again i fucked up we're trying again and so like with that context, with the way Move sounds, I was very, I said, oh. I mean, obviously, I said, there's no way we're talking about this. <laughs> Bona Bona came out, and the first, just the first seconds, as soon mm -hmm. as the music hits, I said, oh, no. This may be good. I may be really into this. Do you know why you said that? Why'd I say that? Because it sounds like Flash by X1. It does. It does. And it looks like it, too. When they're in, in the opening yeah. sequence, it really looks like it, too. Oh, yeah. So I said, oh, no, this may be good. Um, And, 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 mm -hmm. the song continues, and it is very good. It's, it sounds old as fuck. Considering that this is, like, Treasure's reboot, the, every part of the song except the chorus sounds like it could be a big bang song mixed with something else like a little <laughs> something else it's very big bang it has a little bit of several of astro i feel like especially the more vocal parts and like the mm -hmm. sets something about the sets really reminds me of astro i mean the, like the the ruined um castle garden ruined museum kind of vibe oh, yeah. always reminds me of astro for some reason yep other people have done it but it's like to me that's an astro concept uh-huh and then the chorus hits, and it's like Drill yes. Sergeant, kind of like Luna's Paint the Town. It's very Paint the Town. Um, and it it does it does very much throw you out of the song. Yeah, because simultaneously you realize that the song is called Bona Bona, as in for the people playing at home, B O N A space B O N A, and it's called that because that is a a vague transliteration of Born to in English said in a Korean voice. So it's Bona uh -huh. Bona Love Ya, uh -huh. and you go, okay, you you know what the song is almost exactly like. Despite hmm. this being Treasure's reboot, it's almost exactly like. Either they're one of their debut or pre-debut songs, I Love You, where it starts off as like yeah. a kind the of... Sarange, wom, uh -huh. wom. It starts bubbly, then goes into there. However. So like, oh, it's fine, it's fine. You know, I'm not... I don't hate it too much. 
I hate the chorus. I hate the chorus. Hate, hate the chorus. It's it's a little hard I to get through. I hate the chorus enough that I can't get through it, especially because immediately after the first chorus. Can we talk about that, Lotus? Because I have a timestamp for you. you. Please do. Please go. Immediately after the chorus, there's a rap part. Can we get to a... Hold on. I have to find it again. <laughs> a minute 39 in the song. Those at home okay. follow along. Yeah, follow along. Is this about the MV version, right? Or the, the, M- or the... the MV version. You okay. have to watch the music video. Uh, minute 39. Is this not the exact <laughs> flow that Lisa and Jenny have in How You Like That, maybe? Ba 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 ba, kick in the door. Da 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 ba 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 da da. Is oh, that- yeah, and then the X's and O's, too. You're right. I thought you were going to make it- fun of the way he says abracadabra. <laughs> no, because as we've established, we like a we fun love that. pronunciation. We love that. <laughs> I like that a lot. No, you're right. It's, um, yeah, you said what song it is, and I immediately forgot, but it's uh, a very like- black pink floor. Is it how you, not how you like that, uh, kill this love. I think it's kill this love. Oh, yeah, and then the chorus is also very kill this love. And then, and then at the end of kill this love... Where they go, you gotta kill this love before it kills you too. Something like that. I don't think they sing it. I think that's a remix I'm thinking of. But that part at the end, they fucking do it in this song. The ending of this sounds like the chanted ending of Kill This Love. Is this not just a rehash? Maybe, is this a rehash of Kill This Love? Is this Kill This Love? Is this just Kill This Love? I, I mean, thought, they own the song. I thought this was a, I thought this was a reboot, guys. It's, it's a Blackpink reboot. <laughs> The rest of the album is bad. I don't think any of the songs are good. They have a ballad singer featuring on the Rap Lines song. Okay. And I think rap their Rap line songs are very bad in Treasure. Um, I don't think they're good rappers. I think they're just kind of mimicking the exact sound of people they admire. Yes. Um, which doesn't... And the hairstyles usually, sometimes. All of it. Which doesn't, doesn't lend itself to good music but they have um a ballad singer on here specifically oh gosh this is going to be very specific but like if just old k-drama watchers if you're out there in the scent it's scent of a woman the k-drama where the woman finds out that she's about to die so she goes on a trip and she meets one of the most beautiful men in the world you don't look while she's there and they have a romance okay beautiful um i have not watched this since approximately 2011 so don't come for me if it's problematic but there is a song in that k-drama that is beautiful sung by a talented woman and they Mm -hmm. have her on this and i said that doesn't seem right to me (laughs) and it's not right (laughs) the song (laughs) is bad and they gave her a bad part uh so treasure keep it <laughs> yeah um i mean the best thing i can say about bona bona is before they get to the first chorus it's a great song and then everything after that is de- i mean the the part with the three rappers is terrible it's awful it sounds really really bad because we've said this before i don't think anyone in blackpink is a good rapper none the least of which the rappers uh, especially because they mostly just rip off people like rihanna when they actually try to rap anything but both jenny and lisa can make me believe it Mm -hmm. they are pretty charismatic performers Uh uh-huh i don't 
know the guy's names in Treasure. And I'm never going to learn them, frankly. They are not good rappers. They're not. And they aren't charismatic. No. And they're especially not charismatic when they're, like, posted up pretending to be Migos, rest in peace, in a white room. Uh Uh-huh. Like, they're in a Fast and Furious movie. Uh Uh-huh. I, so, I don't know. I I, I remember watching some like different shows with Treasure when they were like first starting because Going Crazy and My Treasure were I think some of my top listened to songs when they came out. And mm-hmm. so I was like, what is this group? And two of the rappers are the Japanese members who may have been rappers under YG Japan, but it also felt as though they were learning how to rap and like korean at the same time where it's clear yeah. that or at least rapping in korean because speaking a language and being able to rap in it are very different and and so it just feels as though they were hearing it and they said this is how you do it however yeah. that one little rapper i believe his name is hyunsuk i don't remember but that little one is such a fucking problem is he, he has, the one with the not cornrows in this song? Uh-huh. He has been they're caught not cornrows, up. not braids. Well, I guess they are braids. You know what I mean. Uh-huh. I got you. They're braids, but they're not black braids, but they look like they're trying to be black braids. Uh-huh. He has gotten caught up so many times for faux dreads, box braids, you name it. He's got it. He is a just a, a G-dragon, a mini G-dragon, but with even yes. more anti-blackness because of youth. Unfortunately, the youth, young age will really drive forward anti-blackness when it's unchecked. <laughs> his his inspirations are G-Dragon, Zico, Mino, Bobby, B.I., and Sugar. Do you know what that creates? A demon. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Uh, I'm also, I just opened up, just to make sure that we got his name right. It is, it is in fact, Hyunsuk, Choi Hyunsuk. Um, I just pulled up his, you know, his... Um, K profiles page. He it, it says this little fact that he performed humble in his introduction video. It doesn't say humble by who, but I think we both know who it's by. It's a uh, it, listen. <laughs> it's it's such a bad fucking. This is a bad picture we're painting. For the audience, it's humble by Kendrick Lamar, by the way, in case you don't know. Um, very, very famous song, a very catchy song. I like that song. Uh, but uh, but a, a particular kind of person is going to be performing a humble, generally speaking. I would say so. Uh, so. So that's it. That's that's it. I listened to the whole Treasure album. I hate how bad I, how much I disliked it. I hate how much I liked this song until the chorus hit. That's that's when it's the worst, is when it feels like a betrayal. Like, oh, I was gonna like this song. Mm-hmm. And then and then you just had to do something. Irredeemable. Mm. <sighs> but we have come to the end of the month, and we've got one more thing to talk about. Oh, and we're gonna be so, so much more positive already. <laughs> <laughs> July was a long month in terms of k-pop releases because mm-hmm. we we've talked about maybe half of what's on our doc for things that have come out it's yeah and and our doc isn't even all the releases it's just all the ones that we would potentially talk about uh-huh it's been full but the month essentially ended with itsy um and they released cake although Bad on me was the pre-release, and I think n- 
none of my business is like the second song that they're promoting with cake yeah uh, uh, bet on me and none of my business both pre-releases oh they're both pre-releases okay um i think we can just start with cake isn't very good <laughs> you want to start with cake we could just just because i don't think there's much to say about it it's, it's it's not very good i don't and i don't think it's like the bad the catchy kind of bad either hmm it wants um, to be though. It wants yes. to be the the campy kind of track. I mean, it's very um kitsch by Ive, right? Mm-hmm. That's what it's going for. It just doesn't quite it doesn't I mean, it's, quite We don't like kitsch either, so maybe it is successful in that sense. Actually, um, we could just not be the audience. But we can but we can <laughs> still say <laughs> how we feel. Yeah, I I don't think it's very very good. I don't think I don't think the song really suits anybody's voice either. No. I mean, like, it's aren't necessarily known as vocal performers. Uh, they, like, even if they technically are great singers. And, you know, allegedly, I don't know if you've heard this rumor before, but allegedly Ryujin is the best singer by, like, a super wide margin. But her brand isn't singing, so she doesn't See, sing. See, I've heard that about like three different itsy members oh actually <laughs> she's the best singer but like her dancing is really good so that's what she does or actually really good is singer, the one who but... i've like consistently like always heard it about i've heard it about leah especially when people were catching on that she wasn't the strongest dancer and i've heard it about yeji yeji they do let yeji sing though hey listen Okay, okay, you're right. Sorry. I'm sorry. I, I tried to apply logic to the situation. That's my bad. <laughs> I said I've heard it. But yeah, cake is whatever. However, I I don't know. Does he love to have Caucasians in their videos? Do you oh, ever think about that? Do you ever notice that? Uh, well, yeah, because JYP likes to show that it's a diverse company. I, oh my God. Have, have you been watching? I haven't. That fucking thing, the, his American... <gasps> I almost call it American Idol, but you know what I mean. It's, it's American Idol, but it's just it's him. A, I have seen clips of him smiling so like a proud father mixed with a complete predator. <laughs> As people perform and they're going, mm-hmm. Well, the thing is, you're not good at singing. <laughs> and it's saying the most hurtful, callous shit with a smile on his face. He's it's, such a devil. It's so fucking unhinged. Two years ago, JYP was going out giving Bible study seminars <laughs> in white linen pants. And now he's doing this. <laughs> Someone stop that man, please. Please put him back on the board. Something. Give him something to do. Uh, but anyways, back to it. <laughs> back to Itsy. Cake is bad. I don't. It's just whatever. It's not bad. I don't like it. I, I think I think it's bad. The the but uh, the music video is always ugly. I I joke about the Caucasians just because Itzy always loves to do that. Oh right, but, that's where we that's where we were. Yeah, th there's also like the Squid Game ripoff. They also look like they're wearing extremely cheap outfits. Um, they appear to be custom, but they also appear to be made out of pleather. And then they're wearing like some super expensive like vêtements and stuff like that in yep. the video. Uh, the color grading on this video is so pastel, but like. The color it, grading is pastel, but nothing in the actual video is pastel. It looks like such a weird Stray Kids music video. <laughs> but without the, like, a, the extreme polish that Stray Kids usually gets in their recent videos. It's, it's, you know, I I don't know. I don't know. I'll leave it at that. I don't know. And Midzy have really turned on Itzy uh, um, in general, but especially with this EP seems to have been like the straw think... that broke the camel's back. 
Because it started, wait, it started with Mafia. Mafia hated it. And then Sneakers came out, and it was as if Itzy had killed someone live. And, like, I don't like Sneakers. I do like Mafia because it's a trashy EDM song, so of course I do. But, like, those aren't outside of the sound that Itzy had already been producing. No, they really aren't. like the, I, I just there's don't. a straight line between not shy and sneakers it's very obvious i don't think you can say that itsy's music has changed and suddenly jyp the entertainment company not the man is ruining itsy when their sound has been pretty consistent also i i'm so sorry bringing it back to a stray kids taking it to an nct 127 mm-hmm. if they can do what they do itsy can put out a cake of sneakers oh yes absolutely the rest of the album, however, uh, I really, really like. I've never, I don't think I've ever listened to a full Itzy album, so I can't say if like Kill My Doubt is just an anomaly in terms of the B-sides, but I like I like Bed On Me. Um, as much as I like a high school musical beat, it would shock you to know that I love, I love fake teen angst. Oh yes, oh yes. And Bed On Me is, Paint a picture. Uh-huh. You are a teenage girl, specifically. Yep. The, the movie opens. Said girl is running, is coming into home after school, slamming the door. She goes to her room. She trashes it because she saw the boy she likes kissing her enemy in the <laughs> cafeteria. Enemy. She says she trashes her room. She hates it. She cries. She picks up her phone. She looks at it. You don't see what's on the phone. It doesn't matter. This is a teen movie. She puts the phone down. She fixes herself up. And then she gets cute and she goes out. Because she's over it. That's bad on me. Yes. I love it. She goes out with the girls that she's she, just met. Her new she goes girl out. Gang that support that's, her. That's because all women you need. support women. That's all you need. It's feminism. That's feminism. Moving on. The rest of the songs wait, are just wait, good. Wait, wait. Real, real quick about bed on me. I assumed... Uh, e- even though not every member of Itzy is equally skilled at dancing, they're doing difficult things. So I presume dancing, advanced form of cardio. Running, also advanced form of cardio. Yes. You would think that the Itzy girls would know how to run? No. But each of their running form is so horrible. No. You would, <laughs> you would be so shocked with how running gets somebody fucked up every day like none of it looks right and it's especially funny because there's a lot of shots of yeji running and they're like kind of shaky <laughs> drone shots or she'll be running right towards the camera and like it looks fine it looks totally fine and then there's a wide shot of a drone on the side of a bridge and she looks like she is running at approximately five and a half miles an hour <laughs> i've also never seen someone run with such a straight stiff back Yes, her her posture for running is bad. It's really bad. And I don't like I guess they decided maybe it doesn't look cool enough if the posture isn't straight. Like I don't know. It's so she, funny. They did her dirty. Oh and yeah. Because like her strides are so short. <laughs> she, like she's not high stepping, but it kind of looks like she's high stepping because her steps are so little. <laughs> it's oh, it's funny. They all look pretty in it, though, because it's it's oh, that yeah. real, really like natural makeup. But oh, the running sequence is especially veggie. And she gets the most running. They're all running by the end, but she starts the running. 
they they let i think it's yuna she runs for maybe three seconds three of this seconds. Movie. Yeah. and i don't know why because she looked fine like she looked totally fine so i don't know why they left her until the very end uh but it's extremely funny to me oh it's it's good it's good i had fun i had fun with the video i have fun with this album um just because i don't think we haven't done this for this episode just because there weren't too many good b-sides but bratty is absolutely my favorite b-side on the album shocker so we can wrap it up Wait, no, I, st- I also wanted to say, two, two of the MVs, both Bet On Me and Cake, I don't know if, if like, there's someone at JYP who understands that Eugene is popular with the queers, but doesn't, like, they haven't recognized that. So they're like, I guess I'll keep putting Ryujin in Bermuda shorts for some reason. Yeah, they're like, for she s- looks, they, here's the thing, Bermuda shorts are fucking ugly. They're bad. They're poorly proportioned, especially for someone who has, like, relatively model-esque proportions like Eugene, but they won't stop putting her in a fucking low-rise Bermuda short that is not a stud, your honor. Here is the problem. They give her a bob and a little lesbian outfit and the popularity skyrockets. They go, wow, the fans really love her in this look. Let's keep it up without realizing it's a bunch of baby lesbians losing their minds. And so they're just creating a, a lesbian monster. (laughs) <laughs> they are <laughs> without realizing it but i mean hey that's the nice thing uh, about if you no matter how intentionally or unintentionally you create your gay monsters in k-pop because of the way k-pop works with the no dating nothing bad will ever happen nope. <laughs> until the until the group has been fully dissolved yep uh. <sighs> and now now we can actually wrap it up <laughs> That's all I had to say. I just had, just had to get that out there. As, as two lesbians reviewing K-pop, which is apparently our brand, as for the top of the episode, um, it had to it had to be said. The lesbian report had to be done. The somehow they're they're just. I I thought after a while that they would kind of let her grow her hair out and just style her like the rest of Itzy. It's Ooh, not that bob ha- was, the bob was never leaving. It's not the happening. The I thought would go. It's it's getting worse. <laughs> they're getting worse. They're getting cut off. They're getting lower rise. They're being paired with vests. Vests. Like, with the Bermuda short, she had on a mesh long sleeve shirt underneath <laughs> yeah. a vest. Are you kidding me? A, a cropped pleather vest. But then in Bed on Me, she's wearing a, a distressed knit vest. She a, looks a sweater vest. She looks like how many TXTs are there? Five? <laughs> she looks like the six. She, she, she looks exactly like Hyunin Kai in the fucking Jonas Brothers video, just in a different oh, color actually, palette. That's, it's that. that's the evil twin, bitch. <laughs> I was thinking, I was thinking, uh I know I love you. Love yeah, song. It's, it's a little bit it's a little bit love song for sure. Especially but, the oh. moment, the breakdown in the MV when they're mm-hmm. dancing. But no, it's just Hyunin Kai with the Jonas Brothers <laughs> and the promo images. <laughs> Uh, like we said we have fun here we have fun here <laughs> even when the month has, has not given us much to celebrate frankly no you make your own fun in k-pop that's how it has to be but don't, not in a delulu way but you have to make your own fun or else it's not fun anymore <laughs> we we do not support delulu behavior 
We support having fun. <laughs> okay, that's the real podcast slogan, genuinely. Put put that on the t-shirts, the chaos t-shirts. Yeah, an entire sentence. <laughs> it just it just block it. Like it'll it'll have the same visual of uh you know uh, I I went on the super scream and slam a roller coaster and all I got was a stupid t-shirt. <laughs> full like just full sentence punctuation all of it grammatically correct to him. God. <laughs> anyways, <sighs> anyways, that was July somehow. Uh. August is already looking a little, a little much, and I can't say that it's looking good. So, yeah, be ready for that in like we'll, two we'll weeks. We'll try to be on time for that one. <laughs> <laughs> like in, in basically two weeks, we were late for this one because, uh, like I said, I was busy and then sick for like two and a half weeks. Uh, so apologies, that is my bad. But hopefully, we'll be uh, a little bit more on time with the next episode, mm-hmm. and we'll find out what happened in August. You know, regardless, thank you for your patience. Thank you for hanging out. Uh, you can find me, Danny, most places at Karanades. Uh I I am on Twitch. I am on co-host. You are streaming a lot. I've been streaming a lot more. You know, I'm Minecraft not Mondays, fun. Minecraft Mondays, baby. Minecraft Mondays. Uh, hellish time, but I'm committed. <laughs> and Lotus? Uh, you can find me at Lotus Loves Lotus pretty much anywhere. Uh, I am primarily, though, on Twitch, YouTube, and co-host. Uh, my stream account on co-host is Lotus Loves Lotus, but you'll find me at Lotus casually as well. And that wraps it up. That wraps so? it up. See y'all next month, Enswers. Bye, Enswers. <laughs> 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 Ooh.